songs and i know like yeah it's just always so fun to hear yay that we're here come up with a new one hi mouse and weens i'm mouse yes i'm weens <laughs> yay yeah. so what do we have today weens tell us tell us what's up um i have a lovely interview with angelo moore who you might know from fishbone boning in the boneyard yeah and it's all right yeah back in the yeah, day love it featured in the hit film it was like beach blanket babylon i remember that too with annette Fuducello. oh really <laughs> but yeah they were they're an amazing band that we sort of grew up with and they're I'm just going to read something from Wikipedia, okay? This will explain. So, Angelo Moore, we have an interview with him, and he's the front man of Fishbone and also has his projects going on right now, which are bitching. The Brand New Step is his other band he's on tour with right now, mm-hmm. and uh, and he is Dr. Mad Vibe, mm-hmm. and he's got Dr. Mad Vibe and The Missing Links is his other project, and that's with, uh, of course, the theremin and the organ, which is an invincible combination for any band for the millennials if you want to start one. Wait, what is that? Theremin? What? Theremin. That's the. Oh. It's a. Good, 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 good vibe. Okay, got it. Woo! Do you want me to keep going here? Yes. This Landlord, please call on her. <laughs> I love it. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So as far as Fishbone, because it is kind of, they're an amazing band. And for some reason, they didn't break into huge, super, super crazy mainstream like everybody else did mm-hmm. around them at that time. But here, so Wikipedia says Fishbone is an American band formed in 79 in Los Angeles, California, which plays a fusion of ska, punk, rock. Heavy rock and soul. In the words of all music, quote, Fishbone was one of the most distinctive and eclectic alternative rock bands in the late 80s with their hyperactive, self-conscious diversity, goofy sense of humor, and sharp social commentary. Mm-hmm. The group gained a sizable cult following, yet they were never able to earn a mainstream audience, unquote. Hmm. Which is kind of like, but now they are back. Didn't you say you saw Yay. some? Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. follow their um, Facebook page just for events and stuff. And they have down here in San Diego this 91X Beer X tour, um, summer tour. School's out for summer. Uh, it's June 23rd, downtown San Diego at the Waterfront Park and with Slightly Stupid and a bunch of other bands. Um, but with Fishbone and the original lineup, which I guess is a big important thing that they haven't yeah done in a while there's so. a crazy and i gotta tell you there's a documentary called everyday sunshine the story of fishbone oh. and i think some of it's on youtube or it's amazon prime or something but um that is a documentary that shows the whole history of the band and it's amazing and i'm not just saying that because i like them i'm saying it because it's just a fascinating yeah kind of story of these kids and you know, some of them were in South Central, and Angelo was like bussing in, hmm. and lived in a little white neighborhood, and then bussed into South Central to go to the school, and and but it just shows like these were young black kids delving into punk and rock, and like, mm-hmm. and the documentary shows one of them with a Rush poster on their wall, so that's kind of that shows you that you know. Neat. Rush is one of those bands that were <laughs> you met Getty Lee. <laughs> oh right, I know. I was standing in line for the movies with my husband, but back then we were just dating, and Getty Lee was there. Rush was in town playing a playing a concert, and and my husband goes, "Oh, that's Getty Lee." I said, "Oh, okay, go say something." He's like, "No, no, no," and sat there, and okay, maybe I will. And he went up to him and goes, "Hey, I like your music," <laughs> and he said, "Thanks, man." said yeah that was it <laughs> it was the best but oh, it was cute yeah, it was funny anyway that's good oh story to stop the room at a party thank you <laughs> yeah i will be here all week um no i do have you, those all the time do you talk in your interview with him i haven't heard it yet um about how you guys met 
No, we met probably years and years ago. I'm guessing in the early 90s in the Bay Area, which is, you know, we would go to shows all the time. So mm-hmm. we saw Fishbone several times and I was friends. We probably just saw each other a bunch and said hi and did, did that whole thing. And then once I moved to L.A., then we reconnected. Okay. And yeah. You guys just that. have lots of interlapping circles, overlapping I think so. I can't remember the whole... Uh, yeah, Carrie Wayne James is... He was their manager for a while, and I know Carrie from the Bay Area. He's also in a band called Oslo with Gabe, who's in Gwen Stefani's band. He plays trumpet, and he was in No Doubt. Mm. And um, and so I know those guys. Right. And so it all kind of... And I think that's how I called Carrie to get Angela's phone number when I moved to L.A. to... Uh, talked to him about doing a song on my rock musical entitled Garden Girl. <laughs> That's right. I know. Coming soon, right? Are you re- yeah, reviving it? I'm so excited. Yeah. And for there's, you. A, there's a little thing in there about that too. So oh, cool. you'll hear about that. But yeah, nice. it's coming up soon. So yeah, super cool. And I am very happy to now introduce this interview would you like to say anything mouse i'm sorry you couldn't be a part of it but you were that's okay well i i hear this guy's hard to um nail down (laughs) he's got lots going on so you tried to nail him down the first day and then i saw i was supposed to meet him at like five o'clock i'm like okay i'm coming to your house at five o'clock to his lab he calls it the lab it's right down the street from my house and that's where he does all of his music so it's Mm -hmm. a music studio and uh I'm riding my bicycle because it's only a couple miles away and I ride my bicycle up to his house and I was so happy to finally nail him down because he's always doing stuff. And then uh, all of a sudden I see a guy riding his bike down the street, a shadow of a man run, and I go, Angelo. And he was like, oh, hey. And I was like, what are you doing? We're supposed to meet for the, yeah, I got to copy some keys. You got, we got, we're going to Home Depot. So I had to ride my bike and we went to Home Depot, we copied keys. We rode all the way down there, got him copied, rode all the way back. They didn't work. We had to go back in his car. And then we went back in his car. And then I was like, we got to do this thing. Cause he had to play a show that night. So we only had like an hour and then because we're driving the car, he got the idea to get a poke bowl. So we had to go all the way to Glendale and get a poke bowl. <laughs> and by that, and then someone called and was like, I'm at your house to load your equipment. We got to get back to the house to load equipment. Oh so my we had to go back to the. And by then, I like had two minutes of, of an interview of him copying keys. <laughs> Which but... is compelling stuff, you know, and people need to know. I can put know. that at the tail end if anybody wants to hear the compelling key copying. That's right. Of, yes. We can yes, also post audio. the video on our website or something, like a little extra bonus bonus feature. Um, there you go. Cool. And he also, does he talk about being on the David Bowie tour? Yeah. Celebrating so David Bowie. Good. Too. So we got that. We got, you know, in the front, it's a lot of music talk and shows coming up right. and stuff. And then we get into other, like, spoken word, which is amazing. He does a lot of spoken word stuff. There's a cool clip from him in uh, Tokyo doing a song, Bitch Magnet, which is kind of a... <laughs> and then that one's really cool. And then Brand New Step stuff. And then a little bit of Missing Links. And then we got some clips of the Bowie songs in there. And, nice. then, um, and then we talk about racism love and aliens don't tell us everything let's get into it goodbye (laughs) we are here tonight at the tam o'shanter that's right we're at the tam o'shanter in glendale and i'm here with angela moore my name is weens i'm not gonna say that part Oh, well, okay, well, yeah, well, the, uh, uh, yeah, her name is the, she's that girl. She's that girl interviewing me right now. Weens. Weens. It's called Weens and Weens and... Mouse and Weens. Mouse and Weens, that's right, okay. Mouse and Weens, I've heard it before, I've listened to the podcast online. What do you think? So I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Do we get to sing a song, too? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Should we do that after, or do you want to do it now? Okay. Uh, okay, let's do it afterward. Okay, we'll do it after. you got to warm me up to it. Okay, we got to warm up. We're going to warm up. You know how he's warming up? With some... With, Tam O'Shan- with some Tam O'Shanter's grub. So I got creamy corn, I got <laughs> mashed potatoes and gravy, and I got corned beef hash. Corned beef hash? Different kind of corned beef hash that you usually see when you go to like Denny's or something like that or, or restaurant. This is like corn some full-on 
right off the it's like it's like right off the big main main piece. Like the like the hide? Like the right the, the rump? Hind, right off the hind quarter. How does that feel? How does like, it feel? Well, it's like eating ass. I, I haven't eaten it, but I've eaten a lot of ass <laughs> in my day. <laughs> Yeah. Is it? No, well, it's good, though. It looks, yeah. yeah this, is, good, this is a good yeah. piece of ass. I, yeah, I'm looking at good, it right now. It's a good piece of ass right here. <laughs> I haven't dipped it yet. First, I'm going to get a little corn in me. Okay. And then some taters. We got to ease our way and, you know, into that. A little ass right there. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a great some night. Corn beef ass. I'm, I'm already getting excited here. And then uh, we've got Michelle, who's over here. Hi, how are you? Michelle, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm lovely. <laughs> She's lovely. I can attest to that. She is lovely. Michelle Harper. Stay tuned for part two. <laughs> Stay tuned for part two of the lovely Michelle Harper. She's amazing. She's the stylist. She styles many a people. She's dressed me, and I've I've gotten a date out of it one time when Michelle dressed oh, yeah, me. It's good news. She can style them up good. Yeah, she can style them good. Okay, now, here we go. Ready? This tastes pretty good, actually. Oh, yeah. The gravy tastes like it has some type of Jack Daniels flavor in it because we're in a, were we in an Irish bar? No. We're in I a, think it's a Scottish place, the Tam, Tam O'Shanter. Tam O'Shanter's, I think it's Scottish. It's a Scottish restaurant. The inside of it looks like some old English style. What is it? Look at this guy above you. What is that? It's a painting of a very, he's got big jowls. Like a, big jowls, like he could be drinking a lot of beer and when he gets drunk, his cheeks turn red. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. I'm going to take a picture of that so he we can. Like, he looks like one of those kind of guys. <laughs> But this is like straight out of Scotland. The inside, the interior, the architecture is like this old English architecture where it's like wood and cement. I think they call it Tudor style. So it looks like an old English, like you would see a, a Shakespearean or Dickensian frup, froth. Um, is this your tea? We've got some Japanese Sanka. Okay. Now we're going to get down to some very important questions. Mm -hmm. What is love? What is love? <laughs> okay. After all that, then you're going to ask me what is love. Okay, I'm just kidding. Okay, no, ready? <laughs> I'm not. Okay. <laughs> you're not kidding, exactly. Okay. Uh, I know, I'm not kidding. Look at this. Love is when you care for someone very deeply and endearingly. There's unconditional love and then there's just regular love. Unconditional love is love without boundaries. And then there's love, the other love, which probably conditional love where you have conditions that you you want to uh, you see the, uh, in the in the light of the other person in that other person's light but you see them with conditions oh thank you so much you love them but with conditions which is not very good because we all want to get to unconditional love is we that possible like free as a bird. Oh, I needed a coffee I want to feel free as a bird man have you felt that in your life yeah actually I have uh, well, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe not fully, but way more than before. More of these days than before. Oh yeah. This is good. Do you think that comes with age? I'm guessing. I feel a little more like I don't care. Yep, it comes with age and experience. You know, you have to be experienced in order to feel a lot more freedom because it's a lot of restricting things that we deal with in society. So, the older you get. The more knowledge you get and the more perspective, different perspectives you get to feel freer. I like that. Mm -hmm. So we like to start them off with the really heavy questions. My friend, is there a way I could get a decaf coffee? Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. Now. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Uh -huh. Tell me first about what is your passion project at the moment? I just made that question up on the fly. <laughs> project at the moment. Well, in a couple of days, the brand new step is going to start its tour from Austin to Boston. And can you describe who the brand new step is? So the brand new step is my project that it's like electronic dance music, funk, hip hop. And it's got some reggae, and it's got a lot of, it's like a soul project. And it's a collaboration of different artists. 
but it started with these guys named the Rondo Brothers and uh, Chris Jensen and Jim Greer up in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Right, so they started it out, and they want me to be a part of it as, as far as, like, writing, writing and making up some of the music. They, they'll make up, like, the, the bed of music, and then I'll put the lyrics and the horn parts on top of it. And so that's how we've been collaborating, and we've been making videos. We're on our second album. This tour is our first tour from Texas, from, like, the west to the east coast, from Texas to Boston. And um, so you guys just share files. It's gonna be a six online. Band. Oh, six piece. Six piece band. This is a band. Wow. So we're gonna have Claude Ween, Claude from Ween, the drummer from Ween. Oh, I love him. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have Hash from the Thievery Corporation. Oh yeah, nice. We're going to have, and then we got Jim Greer on keyboard. We got Chris Jensen on uh, uh, guitar, and we're gonna have Hassan. The drummer from the coup is going to be on the first leg. And then wow. JJ, the bass player from the coup, is going to be on the first leg. Then the second leg is going to be um, is going to be Claude and Hashish. This sounds awesome. Yes, I've heard you played and, and one of those. a female singer, and her name is Brittany Reese, and she's going to be singing too. Yeah. Are you singing as well? I'm singing too. I'm the main guy. It's called Angelo Moore and the Brand New Step. I love I mean, it. It's got a shitload of videos. www. Oh, what kind of platter? This, uh, this is uh, corned beef hash. Yeah. Um. So this is a big deal. This is the big deal, right? And so we just and then when can can people find tickets? Where can we? Well, you got to go online. You got to look. www.thebrandnewstep.com. Okay. Right. And there you could see all the tour dates. And um, some film footage of, of where we were, and we already took it to Japan, and we took it to Taiwan too. Let's hear a little of the music now. What is the song that you would like me to play? Take a little step to the east for freedom and for peace. Come on, take a little step to the west for flavor and for passion. Take a little heat down south, a passion for the season. Take a tall hop up north. No fear, just cross the bridge. It's all right to flip your lid. Woo, yeah, we got that. So that's it. And it's a video for that, too. That is so cute. Oh, my God, there's so many more. Okay, hold on. That's not the only video, too, because there's more. There's, there's Karma Cash Back. That's another video. And then there's Killer Weed. That's another video. And then there's uh, uh, I'm Built for Love. That's another uh, brand new step video. Like five videos for the brand new step. Oh, nice! This is awesome. Okay. So it's badass. We're taking it on the road. It's gonna be a lot of footage out there. It's gonna be a lot of FaceTime and an Instagramming on the whole phenomenon. Yay! On Rope Dope Records. So that's the whole deal on that one, right? Is that Bay Area based? That's Bay Area based. Ooh, I love that. Now, meanwhile, back in LA, there's Dr. Mad Vibe and the Missing Links. Who is Dr. Mad Vibe? So that's me, Dr. Mad Yay. Vibe, right? And the missing links are the band, which consists of Cesare Brathwaite, Ben Kashaba, Princess Frank, and Aaron Davis. And that's my five-piece band. Then it's real eclectic, punk rock, ska, reggae, jazz. It's like really like hard left, uh, dynamic, theatrical music. It's completely different from the brand new step. With the theremin. With the theremin. And I'm playing organ. So and it's bitching because I just shot footage the other night and, and it was beautiful. Yeah, right, and it's bad as it hell. is so fun. Yeah, people go nuts. <laughs> so that's what I want to. That's something I'm trying to get off the ground, like out of LA and off of the ground. And that's happening. So are you playing a show? But, When's your next show on that, or do you not oh, know right like now? After after I come back off a brand new step, then uh, I got a couple of shows coming up with Dr. Mad Vibe and the Missing Links in Los Angeles. One in Orange County and another one at the Viper Room. All right, so go look up Missing Links online, and I'm going to play a song right now. 
That's right. Okay, so from Dr. Mad Bob and the Missing Links, Optimistic Yes. Ooh. And there's a video to that one. That one's rad. So there's a video to Optimistic Yes. Also, it's a short a short 18-minute minute, uh, performance art movie of the song Optimistic Yes, too. I love this. Now, we're going to cut to that. Okay, we are back. We're back. Okay, but wait, there's more. Oh my gosh. There's the David Bowie experience oh, coming up. Oh, that was so good. But it's, a, but it's another one coming up. But it's up, another one. And I'm going to be on the one that's in uh, uh, South America and Iceland. I don't think he announced that one yet, did he? We'll cut that out if he didn't. Is that the secret no, he one? Announced it. No, he's out. No, oh, it's it out is. There. Okay, yeah. it's a, okay. So the Iceland one is going to be with a full piece orchestra, right? In some crazy place that's famous over there that they do a lot of concerts at. I will do a fact check and find out the name of that place. And um, fact check. Do you want to do the? Uh, here we'll do it. Fact check with Angelo. You have to say, fact check. Fact check. <laughs> he did it with corned beef fashion as well. Fact check. The Celebrating David Bowie Tour with special artists Todd Rundgren, Adrian Ballou, and Angela Moore will kick off October 7th at Reykjavik, Iceland, Elborg Hall, Harper Center. The Harper Concert Hall is famous and features a distinctive colored glass facade inspired by the basalt landscape of Iceland and was featured on the series Sense8 and the show Black Mirror on the episode Crocodile, which was the messed up one with the guinea pig. I remember this. So those shows are coming up, and I'll list all those, and that's it. CelebratingDavidBowie.com. You can see all those shows. And Angelo killed it on the last tour and was written up all over the news as you were the main dude on that. I was embodying Bowie. How did that feel? So, did you feel that throughout every song, or was there one in particular? Well, I always like to do ashes, ashes. But... What you call it? Uh, quicksand. Quicksand. That was the one. Quicksand was the one that was special to me. Why was that? What happened? I got to get real theatric on that one. It's a ballad. It's a slow song. I, re- I hardly ever do ballads like that. So how did that feel? What was different about it? Oh, good, man. I got to. I got to like do all of my theatric. All of my theatric moves. You know, I'm used to singing the like I'm used to singing the hard, fast music, fast or funky. But this was like a really a real theatric piece. I got to take it to the audience and get personal with the audience with it and sing in people's faces. That's the one you got and you started rolling around the crowd and crowd surfing, right? Crowd surfing on the slowest song in the set. <laughs> and then at one point I remember because we were in. Like it wasn't surfing, it was floating because on that yeah, song, you're right. I had to float. But it was interesting because everybody just picked you. And these some of these people were older. Some of them were, you know... They were all ages, but some were in their 50s, and they knew how to get you floating across the crowd. Oh, yeah, I put my foot on top of their shoulder and pull myself up. <laughs> That's what happened. And then you would put your arms around people and sing to them. You and it, the biggest guys, just to make sure you got to pick the big guys because they won't drop you. <laughs> So that's amazing. So that's when he felt closest to Bowie. What is your relationship with Bowie? I don't know if that's when I felt closest to Bowie, but it's a, it's like, it's an area that I've been wanting to go performance-wise. And uh, Bowie was one of the main inspirations for that, like with his, like with his theatrics. 
He has a lot of theatrics in his in his in his uh, music. And you'd always been a fan, right? I've always been a fan of that. Yeah. Of Bowie. I've always been a fan. You know of what? Bowie. We were together. You were at my house when Bowie died, or I was at your house. I can't remember. But you got the phone call, and I remember. We I have it on recording. Damn. We happen to be recording something. Damn, Cheyenne. The special ones is leaving. That's why, that's why you need to learn how to play saxophone. Yeah. This is why, this is why you need to learn how to say, play saxophone good. Can you hear? Am I floating in a tin can? Far across the moon. Planet Earth is blue and there's nothing I can do. And it was, and I remember you saying, this is like, you were like, damn, another one is down, like one of the legends. Because that was a rough couple years. It was Prince before, and Oh, yeah, Bowie, right. And yeah. like a few other, Tom Michael Petty, Jackson. Yeah. Tom Petty, Michael Jackson. Like it was just like, oh, come on. Mm -hmm. you know, all right. All we can do is stay as healthy as we can. And as positive as we can. And don't let the toxic entities of our society penetrate us. We want to stay alive, shiny, happy, and positive, man, and fighting the forces of evil daily. And those forces of evil being everywhere all the time and people or government? Everywhere, everywhere all the time and people, exactly. All that. Do you think it's and different? Too. Has it? <laughs> yeah. Has it a changed? A lot of people are affected by the by the shit that's going on in the government now. A lot of people are affected. They think that. I think that it's the end of the world, but it's not the end of the world. It's the end of. It may be. It may be the end of some societies, or a certain way of being in a society. But it's never the end of the world, man. You got like these. These, I always think about this when I'm up in a plane. I'm looking out of the window of the plane, and I'm looking down at these, these cities. You know, you can see it when you're in it. You get up on a plane, and you're way up there in the sky. After a while, these cities disappear. You don't even see it. You just see ocean or maybe mountains or some stuff like that. So, you know, the crazy shit we're going through is so small on a grand scale. You know, it's such a small way to think. Racism and all of that shit and... and and people getting killed and, and all the crazy shit that's going on in the government and all that, man. It is such a small, mediocre way to think. It's so stupid. It's just over my fucking head. I'm like, how can people be so stupid to, like, have something like racism or the color of your skin make you feel angry toward the next person? You know what I'm saying? If God wanted it like that, he would have built another planet for all of us for different colors of people to fucking be on. Yeah. No, but we're all here and there's different colors for everybody to enjoy. Different colors, attitudes and vibes and frequencies and all of that shit. So, you know, where do, where do some humans get the actual nerve or the gall to, to like make up some shit like racism it's so fucking stupid man <laughs> the fact that we're still dealing with it and too now still dealing with it and this mother and you got a motherfucker like that that is running the country how does that happen how did he get in there satan needs an equal chance too though right <laughs> that's coming next well it might be now that's now <laughs> god created everything that means god created the good and the bad right so if we created the good and the bad, I guess the bad got to have a chance at the title, too. And that's what the fuck's going on now. So while the bad is is in is uh, making an attempt to rule, but did you feel make like sure that we're okay and we band together as positive people to help each other through these hard times? So there's hope. Yeah, there's hope. Did you feel like we made a lot of progress with Obama and then the, it swung back? You take a little step to the north, take a little step to the south. There's an actual term for that. When you said swung back, that that reminds me of the name of the brand new step single. Oh. And it's called Pendulum Swing. The Pendulum, that's what I almost said, is the Pendulum Swing. It's called Pendulum Swing. Wow, about that? It's about that. Yeah. It's about Trump and how he's uh, running the country. 
and it's and it's the video too. It's a new video we did in in Taiwan. So I'm gonna put a little of that on here. Can we put this on the podcast? Yeah, it's fine. The music. Okay. Put the music on there. Brand new stuff. I should show it to you when we get back to your place down the street. Okay. So let's watch that too. Now I'm gonna ask you a couple questions that are random. These are random. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. This one's music related. So. Well, do you want to talk about fishbone at all or not? Mm-hmm. What, talk about fishbone? We can talk about fishbone. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, we talking about everything else. <laughs> so, is that happening right now? And are you having a good time with it? And does it feel positive? What are you talking about fishbone? Yeah. Yep, it feels good. God bless all the fishbone soldiers that were there to hold up the bridge. While we continue to uh, uh, move across it to our uh, destination, all, all the Purple Heart Fishbone Soldiers is what I call it. Why are they? Why are they? They well, stayed with you. They stayed with us when the other guys decided that they want to remove themselves. And so, if it wasn't for those guys, that Fishbone wouldn't have uh, been able to continue. We were in. We got the original lineup back together. And so we got We got tours coming up. We're gonna be going to Europe. We're gonna go to Japan for the Fuji Festival after oh, wow. after the Fuji Festival. Then we're gonna go to Europe and do uh a British tour over there called uh called um Boomtown, 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 something okay. like that. Yeah. I'll look it up. <clears throat> Some French we'll do another shit like that. I think that sounds awesome. Look here. at how much you have going on. I got a lot of shit happening. That's great. This guy is never. I've never seen you just relax. By the way, in my whole life. I do. I do find time to relax. Believe it or not. <laughs> what do you do? Time, man. That's good. All right, now for our most important questions. Oh, do you want to do a little spoken word? Do you have uh, a little something in your brain? No, he's eating. He just got a mouthful. He's going to do it through corned beef hash. Remember when you did Bitch Magnet? I remember you came over to my apartment in Hollywood like 10 years ago. Do you know that one off the top of your head? Or it might be online. We could find it on there. Okay. Did something in? Really, I was really going through it, man. Was that with the crazy? Yeah, that was baby's mama. Uh oh. We won't go there. You caught me right when I was going through it, and I had written that poem. It's <laughs> so good. The pig show up to take you to the police station. Now she's bailing you out of incarceration. Now she's your lady savior. Taking you back home again to settle the score. But when the patience wears thin and the flowers have wilted, you can bet your bloody tampon, bitch resurrected. That's why I was doing my CD called Dr. Mad Vibes Medicine Cabinet. What does that mean, Medicine Cabinet? Everything under the sun? Everything in my grandma Sweetie's medicine cabinet that she handed down to me. Like what? Well, I made the medicine cabinet into a cabinet where you can pull out music, lyrics, ideas, magic. Oh, that's nice. Of course, it's just a regular medicine cabinet, but with my imagination, I make it into all of that, where I can pull out my different ideas and make songs out of it. I love that. Do you know the medicine cabinet, Michelle? (laughs) She just says, "Mm mm-hmm. She just drank a big sip of wine. Now it's going to come out of her nose because she's laughing. Oh, you know what I wanted to ask you about? What When you did the Berlin outfit, that cracked me up. When you were dressing him and he put on, what was that? That wasn't Niggy Stardust, was it? And where did you get that idea? Oh, that was Nigga Stardust. For sure. That was Nigga Stardust. And it was blackface, white lips, white ring around the black. Um, Nigga Stardust That character came into the picture work You know, David Bowie does 
whiteface in some of his videos. And so I thought to myself, okay, I can do whiteface, that's easy. But I want to take it further and do blackface. Make a yin to the yang. Right? And so I took that. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do blackface as well as whiteface. So with my blackface, I call it nigga stardust. With David Bowie, he had Ziggy Stardust. So I take the Z and turn the Z sideways, and you got an N. And then I take the A I and I take the I put the A H in the in, in place of the I. And then I have my own special ghetto fabulous um, rendition or recreation of Ziggy Stardust. And it was good. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, where, where did the, uh, what was the story on the Berlin <laughs> outfit? That's the question. Oh, yeah, so you tell White, did you want to ask her about it? Because she's a stylist. She picked it out. What was the inception of this whole idea? What, how did you come to want to do that? First, first describe what it is. Okay, it was a military coat uh, from the uh, Salvation, uh, which would be considered Salvation Army in Berlin. Uh, Sounds more like Sandfaschen Tragsvig. Exactly. What is it? Um, a military belt, long suspenders. yeah, suspenders, long johns, <laughs> and uh, combat boots. And goggles and a military hat oh it was so good how did you feel doing that there because was that did you feel like oh it might rile people up it looked very ss which was the point right that's right (laughs) it looked very ss and with those s's sideways it looked very in in (laughs) very in in very in in I think it was a tribute to intolerance. So you know how how uh, throughout history there's been a lot of intolerance, you know, in Germany, and which they they fail they don't like to acknowledge that much. But it was sort of anti-intolerance and just kind of being within the blackface and the military outfit, the vulnerability and the long johns and the boots. And I, I actually, when I was watching him, I got a little bit of a Grace Jones moment. When you were watching Bowie? And then when I was watching Angelo perform in that outfit, it became very animated. You know, it seemed it was just a little bit more, and especially singing Quicksand, it was very melodramatic and very animated, and it totally was captivating because of what he was wearing and where he was at the moment in that moment you know just a reminder of how far we've come that's cool so it wasn't to point out and to make fun of it was more to embrace and embrace and be tolerant and you know everybody or at least blackface is something that has been something that is like demeaning and shameful for black people from slavery days, right? So I take that blackface and I put it out there and I make it something new. Unfortunately, the time period when blackface was around was a really ugly time for for black people. But it was still a beautiful and creative thing. So I take that part of it and I make it my own. I take away the ugly part and I make it I make it a, a beautiful thing. Striking and challenging. That's what I think about when I when I put on the black face. It's a character that nobody really wants to embrace, but that's only because of the, the history that goes with it. So when I take away that history of it, I strip away all the negativity. You got yourself a really a, a beautiful artistic phenomenon. Wonderful. Yeah. I did not know. That. And then, are you worried about when you say nigger stardust? Is that something that is it paying homage, or what do you feel about that? 
It's a character. Yeah. It's a character that I make up. I mean... There was nothing black about David Bowie at all. At least, at least visually. Yeah. David Bowie had a lot of soul. He had a lot of soul. Mm -hmm. But that's not what I was trying to portray. I was trying to portray the complete opposite of white mm. when I do nigga stardust mm. some good shock value but Bowie also was very much about bringing up remember Michelle when you sent me the videos and he was really mad at MTV for not embracing the black absur musicians the absurdity of the character nigga stardust the absurdity not nigger but nigga mm funny because it's a difference. <laughs> Can you tell the listeners? Oh, can I tell the listeners? The difference. Huh? <laughs> well, he takes the corned beef out of his tooth, aggressively rips the corned beef out. Mm -hmm. And there's some good corned beef, too. It's good. I'm almost down to the last couple of pieces, man. I'm getting... I know, you did well. Well done. And it's almost cold. It's funny, man. It's bring, it brings to mind this poem I have called A Niggeristic Nigger List, which explains a lot of the character that I'm, that I'm, I'm talking about. It's pretty lengthy, though. Actually, I got it online. Can you say it again? Oh, oh the poem? What's the name of oh, it? The poem is called The Niggeristic Nigger List. N I G G E R N I G G A H L I S T. And if you type that in with Angelo Moore with or Angelo Dr. Mad Vibe. Dr. Mad Vibe, you could see this um, when I'm saying this poetry called a Niggerlistic Nicholas, and this guy named Hank Daddy put a lot of graphics to it about like in the history of America and black history, black history where. Black people are getting tortured and whipped and during slavery times and all that. And also you see it in the cartoons and the movies too. Way back in the sunny eyed day before we was niggers, we was wise black women and men. Stupid black women and men. Black women and men, kings and queens before anything. Then for some reason or another, we convinced ourselves or someone else had convinced us that we were less than a king or a queen or a black man or woman. We was niggers. Beat down, raised up and fucked up and beat down again to convince us of niggerism deep within them. So we got brave and egotistical and puffed up with pride as we stole the world with rhythm and dance undenied. But it's just too bad and it's all just a lie because your hair is pressed or fried or you got blue contacts covering your pure brown eyes. Some got naps and buzz cold-blooded raps and stir up a buzz blur about being the original gangster. But the original gangster was a white man who did not like a nig and would kill a nig at the flip of a wig. Oh my nigga. So, man, I got a I got a deep ocean. I love it. I got a, a deep ocean, a, a full a library repertoire full of poetry and videos and performance art pieces and all kind of stuff. I love it. It's just creativity exuding out of this man and this woman who looks like she's about to fall asleep. Are you tired? Tryptophan. Oh, she ate the turkey. That's what it was. This is the post. This is the Thanksgiving special. We're going to see her on the bench. Oh, and then, okay. Remember when we did Garden Girl? The little song? Garden Girl is a rock musical written and directed and music written by Weens, which ran for five nights in San Diego to sold-out crowds. Garden Girl will now be produced in Los Angeles and launched around Christmas of this year. Look for it! Angelo Moore and Weens collaborated on one of the songs entitled Palmetto Bug Stomp. Mm. Did you... 
enjoy doing that because you you kind of you made that thing beautiful and I was so grateful mm. and you pumped it up and that turned out to be the best song in the whole play mm. and mm. everybody loved that one and that became like the showpiece so thank you it mouth was only one inch wide what do you want to do shut him down well, you got to stop. That was your line. Hey, little Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle was a part of that one, too. That was so good. And that was something I'm that. Here, you little booty slap and sit on my knee. <laughs> I got to say. That was the, that's what I gave Angelo. It was me going. And then he took it and made, and I'm going to play that song because he made it mm. killer. I'll play a little bit of the clip of what I gave him, the turd that he had to polish, and then what you came back in. <laughs> it was so good. All right, so we'll play that now. The turd I had to polish. Now there was this little flower with a little face. Its mouth was barely one inch wide. To say a lot, but someone told him that flowers don't talk. Now his little voice just took a dive inside. Yeah, this little flower grew to be a dandelion. But a lion it was not, was just a cub. When it wanted to shout aloud, but only let a meow out. When it rises, he knows who he thinks he was. You can't let them stomp you off. You've got to scream and shout. So just sing out. Sing out, sing out. Don't let them pull your rug. Pull your rug, pull your rug. And stomp them down to size like a palomino bug. Don't let them steal your soul. I'll just ask you one last question. And then, since you're done with your corned beef, mm. well, let me pick a good one. Uh. Can you teach yourself talent? That might be too heavy. Is that too heavy? Oh, and then I have one that says, Do you love me? Yes, I love you. Do you love yes. me, Michelle? Yes, I love you, Giuliani. I love you, Michelle. And I love you, Angeloe. And I love you too, Juliana Egoli. We. We love each other. <laughs> this is a whole table of love. This is what we need in the world. Well, yeah. Right? This is what we got to put out the in the Beatles, world. The Beatles are right. All you need. All you need is love. Well. This, and what else? Maybe. And some cash? Love don't pay the rent. Right. Yeah, I knew that was coming next because that, that is true. My mom told me that money does not buy happiness, but it buys freedom. And I kind of think that's true. It gives you freedom to create. I see a a lot of homeless people that are free, too. Home free. Yeah. I've written a song about it called Home Free. Did you write that one? Home free. Oh, did you really write a song called Home Free? I I was thinking Born Free. Home Free about about a friend of mine. I'll, I'll leave his name anonymous. But he's home free. He doesn't Why? have a home. Wow. He lives out. He lives off the grid. Some people live off the grid and they're happy with it. They ain't got to deal with money. They ain't got to deal with social security numbers, driver's license numbers, none of that shit. They just that kind just, of enticing in a way. Well, no, not really. Not not to me. But I do understand it. Yeah. I live on the grid. I pay bills. I got driver's license. I got numbers. But we kind of, I don't know. It's just a choice, right? It's just a different choice. Yeah, a different choice. Or a different set of circumstances to follow. Okay, now we are going to end it. And can you teach talent? Oh, do you believe in eight? you can. Can you? I know, I know in most cases people have to already have talent in them. To do certain things, sing, dance, you know, whatever that talent is that they do. 
Or you could teach people how to have that talent. You can like, you can teach somebody how to play a musical instrument. I think so. Or you got some people who teach themselves. I think so. I think you could teach it. So yeah, I think you might be able to teach talent. I don't know what you got to say about that. I don't know if that. it's going to be that raw, intrinsic, you know, one of those Beethoven's, but you might have someone that could plunk out some cool shit. Of course you can teach talent. That's how talented people blossom because they're taught. Sometimes they don't know they have talent until someone tells them you have talent and then they teach them how to work with their talent. So it's in everybody? Oh, everyone has some kind of talent, but sometimes it remains dormant because they don't have a teacher. But if you have a teacher, you can teach it. So how do people find their own talent if they know that there's something in them that they may have repressed or meditation? Connecting. Ayahuasca. <laughs> Ayahuasca. 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 Okay, one quickie. Do you believe in aliens? Do I believe in aliens? <laughs> uh, I know these two do because they showed me a video about the plebeians. The Pleiadian, yeah. The Pleiadian. I'm sitting right next to a Pleiadian. I'm a Pleiadian. Yes. They said that I look like the Avatar woman who's communicating. Totally the- see. Weens. And on what? On the Pleiadian channel? Yeah. She's on the Pleiadian channel. Yes. And where do you find the Pleiadian channel, Michelle? On YouTube. Just punch in Pleiadian. If you punch that in, you'll, you'll be able to see a doppelganger of Weens. Oh, we have to call me Weens. I'm under an alias. Oh, so that might be a Ween. So she'll be under the alias of the Ween lady. You can see her. Ween, not to be confused with the drummer that you will be playing with yeah, with the dr- brand new strap. Brand the new brand strap. new strap. The brand new strap. I'm getting the brand new strap. Oh, I was coughing today. Brand new step. So we're going to check that out. And the missing links. And Dr. Mad Vibe. And anything else? And Fishbone. And David Bowie. And David Bowie. Celebrating David Bowie. Uh-huh. And Michelle Harper. Where else could we find your stuff? And on Instagram. <laughs> Harper Looks, right? No. What is it under? Harper Fifth Avenue. Harper Fifth Avenue. And Metaphysica Spa. And, and, and Mad Vibe Style. Mad Vibe Style. And he's egging her on right now. She's Marilyn Negro. Marilyn Negro doesn't have an Instagram account, but there's a new single coming out. Marilyn Negro, yeah. Stir the Pot. Stir the Pot. That's right. how, do, how does that go? That's another podcast. Oh, yeah. We got to do a whole one on that. Stir the Pot. Yeah. Stir the Pot. And so Stir we got the a pot. song. We have a song for it and a video coming out. DJ Avant's making that video. Yeah, this is it. exciting. It's my alter ego, Marilyn Negro. N-E-G-R-O-W, Negro. Different, not to be confused with nigga. Yeah. And, and nigger, no, yeah, nigger, that's right. Negro. Negro. And we'll do a whole, Negro. we're going to interview Michelle because she's so talented. You guys are just, this is a table full of talent. Uh-huh. <laughs> table full of the talent. talent. The talent, the talent triangle. Yes, right yes, in. the triad, the TTT. All right, guys, thank you so much. Check out mouseandweens.com on Instagram, on Facebook, and, and I'll connect all the links to Angela Moore's stuff so you can find it on the website and Michelle Harper. We love you guys. We love you. Mwah. If you dig the scene, it's all about mouse and weeds at mouseandweeds.com. Ooh,